I'm Mark Harrison from CFA Institute, and I'm joined here today by a leading financial markets historian, Elroy Dimson. Elroy is the co-author of Triumph of the Optimists and the Global Investment Returns Yearbook. And he's also the co-author of a study recently published about the investment record of John Maynard Keynes, the British economist. So welcome, Elroy. Well, pleased to be here. Um, can we begin just by asking you to outline your uh, recent research on John Maynard Keynes? Well, Keynes we know of as a, uh, as, a, as a famous economist, but he also had lots of other interests. So one of them was uh, investment, and he involved himself in a number of activities, notably the endowment of King's College, Cambridge. Uh, and he was also an art investor. And how useful is history to investors today in their own investing? We have no records of what the long-term performance was of investors. We know what the long-term performance was of investments, that is what happened to indices, what happened to portfolios. Um, but this study is the first one to have a complete record of the transactions that, that were undertaken for a major endowment, uh, which gives us the capacity to look at risks, exposures, performance, investment styles and so forth. And we've also applied the same sort of framework to looking at the art portfolio that Keynes built up. And is investing in art, um, stamps, other collectibles, um, a good idea for small investors or large investors? And does investing in collectibles say anything about our present day concepts of investing compared to the previous generations of investors? Well, you know, I'd, I'd uh, co-authored a paper which appeared very recently in Financial Analysts Journal on, on uh, collectibles. Every investment provides uh, an income. The investments that CFA members normally go for provide a financial income. There are others that provide more of a psychic income. So when Keynes was buying art, he was also beautifying King's College, Cambridge, although those artworks are mostly now in the Fitzwilliam Museum in Cambridge. So people got pleasure from it. Uh, and the same goes for other sorts of collectibles. So part of the return is non-financial. That is why you find that art investors tend to be focused on certain types of investors, in my case, uh, uh, Cambridge endowments, uh, but in other cases it might be families who build up uh, a, a set of collectibles. And what do your studies, especially Triumph of the Optimists and the uh, Global Investment Returns Yearbook series, actually say about asset returns? So what do, um, for example, with historic equities returns, do they actually justify the risk premium that um, applies to that asset class? Well. When we started doing this, and Triumph of the Optimists was uh, uh, compiled right at the beginning of the, the current century, I think people expected that uh, equities would be a volatile ride, but in the end uh, they would reward you over a reasonable time frame. It rapidly became clear as we compiled evidence on the long-term performance of equities compared to lower risk investments for many different countries, that risk really does mean risk. What risk means is that performance may be worse than government bonds or treasury bills. 
Our evidence is very long term and what we find is that in every one of the 23 countries for which we've got data from 1900, equities greatly outperformed long-term government bonds, whereas long-term government bonds uh, usually outperformed cash, but it was all kind of uh, quite a small margin. So uh, we've got evidence on the uh, long-term case for common stocks, which goes well beyond the US. And are there any um, enduring lessons um, which investors might harvest from John Maynard Keynes' investing journey and his, his external work outside of economics on committees and inside of economics? Are there any enduring lessons that investors might harvest from all this activity? Keynes believed in, in focused, concentrated strategies. So he was uh, the Warren Buffett of his day. He was also open to new investment classes. So in that sense, he in investing in equities was doing something comparable to uh, the Yale or Harvard initiatives of exposure to alternative assets in more recent times. So he was open to new investments that might have been underappreciated at the time. He was in a sense therefore a contrarian and what we learn from Keynes is the benefits of being a contrarian but of course that's a really tough uh, position to take as an investor. So we also see that it took a, a great man to be uh, a persistent contrarian. Well, thank you, Elroy, for participating in this episode of our Take 15 series. And other episodes of our Take 15 series are available on the CFA Institute website. So thank you, our viewers, for tuning in to the Take 15 series. Copyright 2014 CFA Institute. This program is designed to give accurate and authoritative information in regard to the subject matter covered. It is distributed with the understanding that CFA Institute is not engaged in rendering legal, accounting, tax, investment, or other expert advice. If legal advice or other expert assistance is required, the services of a competent professional should be sought.